0: hello everyone and welcome to one get the Lookout Podcast, episode 21 i'm your host benjamin yoder here again in the first of the 20 20 numbered series that isn't 20 here we are (laughs) um yeah there's actually a little noise outside my window today so i'm hoping you guys won't hear any of that uh so i'm calling attention to it so you can look out for it but i think someone's like I don't know if they're mowing their lawn or what I think someone's doing some landscaping stuff or something. But uh yeah, good sounds. Hopefully it didn't get picked up. Um so yeah, I just uh been playing I've been playing a lot of games this week. Um I picked up uh Cinner and Kadura Peach Beach. Um still continuing with Final Fantasy XI stuff. And uh Playing a game called Strange Telephone, which I think I'll talk about later. Yeah, we can talk about it now. So, so Strange Telephone. Um, I saw this game listed on like uh, 4 Gamer, um, which is like a Japanese uh, game news site, <clears throat> and um, it's it looks very much like a game called Nikki If you're familiar with that, it's like an old uh, RPG Maker game that uh, you just kind of explore around and you find all kind of weird things. To kind of look at and from what I recall there's not really an end goal there is an end to the game but you just kind of go around and you collect stuff and sometimes that stuff helps you move around the environment better sometimes it's completely useless as far as I could remember (laughs) some of them being Um, and so this game is kind of like that but uh, it's a mobile games and um, it kind of tries to handle that exploration aspect in bite-sized bits so you, you start the game in in front of this phone and you dial a six-digit phone number. Um, and it will teleport you to another world. And in that number w- other world, you have maybe like one to six things to interact with. Um, and then so as you go around these worlds, you collect items. And um, and then try to solve puzzles. But because there's six digits you can dial. And then you have um, 11 numbers to choose from. Well, nine numbers sorry 10 numbers and two symbols the pound and star um there's like a immense number of possibilities of which you can dial to make different worlds but the number of worlds are probably down to like 10 to 15 worlds it's just kind of like a a shuffling of what appears in those worlds so it's so it's kind of limited in that way but you just kind of you know whenever you play you just dial a phone number and look at two or three things that look kind of weird sometimes see if any them will give you anything see if you can use anything to 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 get something from them so like if there's like a uh little like piece of bamboo and you have a hatchet you can cut the bamboo and get another piece of bamboo which you can go do other stuff with it's um it's interesting uh there's only five endings and then Two, so there's a, there's four endings I've gotten so far, and they kind of come in pairs of two. So like two of them uh, happen under certain situations, the other two happen under other situations, and they're only slight variations on each other. And um, it works pretty well. Um, I just. I'm having a hard time getting that fifth ending um and there's a lot of times where you sit there and dial a bunch and you 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 just don't find anything but the neat thing about it is that all these phone numbers are the same for each player so i actually played with a friend where we kind of both went around and we say oh i found this thing at this phone number Uh, i found this puzzle you can solve at this phone number and things like that so it's kind of a a a interactive game in that sense or not interactive um cooperative game in that sense but you know you're obviously just playing alone uh it's got a cute style to it too so I might like stick a trailer for it in the in the the comment uh, section area or whatever description section um but I've I've been really enjoying it and I've been trying to get into mobile games more often I I I didn't spend a lot of time with them for a long time and so I tried you know puzzles and dragon and spent a lot of time on that I played a crash fever um I also played Wonder Flash like I mentioned last week, but other than that, I haven't really dumped a lot of time into this kind of stuff. Oh, um, what's that game called? Uh, oh, the Square Enix rhythm game with the Devil Girl. Or not she's not a Devil Girl, but it's like a bunch of demon stuff. <sighs> I can't remember the name of that game. That's a really good game. It's just very expensive because you have to buy every single song individually. oh it's sourced worst. Microtransactions, yay! <laughs> Um I actually spent, did spend a lot of little tiny transactions uh last week too. <laughs> Speaking of microtransactions, even though these aren't quite microtransactions, uh the Xbox uh Live Indie Store shut down. Um or I'm pretty sure it shut down by this point. I think it was shut down on the 29th and uh yeah, we're past the 29th. So all those those Xbox Live indie games, as far as I know, are gone. If you did not buy them, um, I believe you can still download them at this point. Um, and most of it's like garbage junk. You know, there's a ton of like poker games and like bad-looking visual novels and things like that. Um, but there is some interesting stuff on there. Uh, you know, a big one is you know Protect Me Night. That's a big four-player co-op one that everyone really liked. Um, and then there's also, uh, the undead syndrome, which I'm going to do a video on, but the undead syndrome has a PC port, but there are some games on there that were exclusive, but I basically went around and I bought like maybe 20, 25 Xbox live indie games. And my, my, my debit card <laughs> was not happy about that because I don't think there's a, there's a cart feature in the indie part of the store. You just had to add, like buy them all individually but there's a lot of interesting stuff on there, um, especially if you're into, or was a lot of interesting stuff, especially if you're into, like, uh, Japanese doujin games. Uh, because it was so easy to publish stuff on, and it was so cheap to charge for that stuff, uh, you did see a lot of Japanese developers kind of get on there and put their their little, you know, PC doujin games on there as well. Um, so there's a lot of that around, and then I saw, like, there was some, pu- mainly, some some big bigger publisher things like akira did like a puzzle game on there uh, i don't know how in depth it is but uh it looked it looks fun enough so so i picked up maybe 20 25 of those we'll see if i uh ever cover those the hard thing about doing those is that now that they're gone it's hard to be like hey you should check this out because it's gone now <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if you do piracy and stuff, you can probably get around to it and do it or find them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's sad to see that stuff go. And I was sad to see PlayStation Mobile go, even though I really didn't buy, play or buy too much on it. Um, it's just uh, the the nature of you know digital storefronts is finally starting to chip away at us. Uh, You know, the the original Xbox Live went offline, and so some some purchases on there went away as well. Um, But it's just getting bigger and bigger as we go on. Um, It's interesting because, like, Microsoft still supports a lot of Xbox 360 games on their Xbox Live uh, service. So it's, it's hard to say, you know, when or if those games will go away. Well, they will go away eventually, but when will those games go away? Because they seem to be... Uh, doing a pretty good job of pulling a lot of that stuff over to Xbox One because they built that, you know, backwards compatibility shell into their Xbox One. But, I, you know, I feel like at some t- at some point, you know, there's a lot of those games that aren't compatible still and they're going to be like, okay, we're shutting this down. Um, but, hey, maybe they're built in a way that that it makes sense to keep that stuff up even if people aren't um, buying a lot of it. And then, like right after I bought all this stuff, too, <laughs> they announced that uh in Japan that WiiWare we is shutting down in 2019, which is deceiving. It's not shutting down January 2019, technically. Like so, technically, yes, it is. It is shutting down January 2019. The service will be offline. I'm guessing at that point you cannot download anything anymore. But if you want to buy a new game on the uh we wear slash we shop channel in general um you have to make that you have to load the money onto your wii's shop channel before i believe it's march 2018 or before the end of march 2018 i forget the exact date um or else you cannot add any more money to the wii shop channel so that really means we have like what it's right now it's the beginning of October, so October, November, December, January, February, March, so we have about six months um, to really make those purchases we need to, or hey, if you got a lot of money, you could just load a bunch of money on there, <laughs> make it work out, but um, it's really six months to to make our final decision of how much we need to invest in these games, I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff on WiiWare that is not going to come back, or is very unlikely to come back. You know, there's Castlevania Rebirth, which, you know, maybe that will show up somewhere, but it's uh not particularly a well well liked Castlevania game. There's the Final Fantasy, My Life as a King and My Life as a Dark Lord, and stuff like that. And the thing is with like Xbox Live Indie games, those seems games like one to five dollars, mostly one dollar. Uh we were I think the cheapest games were generally I think there were less than five dollar games, but I think most games were generally five dollars or more up to $20 Um, so it's a lot more of an investment to start going in and making sure you know I have everything I need from those Um, I definitely I definitely need to sit down and and figure out what I'm gonna do and pace it out over the next um, the next six months Um, I wrote an article a while ago when uh, the the Nintendo online multiplayer stuff shut down uh, that that really was talking about how I fear this stuff a lot, Um and yeah, it's just not it's not great to see this stuff go away. But at the end of the day, eventually some number outweighs another number, <laughs> and the company says, "Okay, we gotta shut this down." And at the very least, you know, six months. Both Microsoft and Nintendo have done a decent job of giving you know a heads up. I think Xbox Live Indie they gave a year heads up. Um, cause I remember, yeah, a year ago talking to my friend about this, um, but, uh, six months, I wish we had longer, but obviously that's just kind of, kind of keep pushing off <laughs> what is, um, what is inevitable. So both those service don't have, uh, amazing games or anything, but they have unique games and some, some decent games on them. So, so if you, if you haven't, um, checked out anything on WiiWare that you that you want to you know recommend you go do what you gotta do to make that work (laughs) so I'll probably at least get a handful of games I want more but we'll see I also forgot that virtual console is on that service too so I don't know there's there's some games on there that I might want to go ahead and grab if they're expensive to get otherwise at least with virtual console emulation is pretty reliable outside of nintendo stuff so if you want to pirate it or whatever you want to do if a game's like 300 dollars for physical copy and it's like what no um that that option is out there for you to play those games even if it's not technically the legal option so all right it's gonna be fortune cookie time today let me select all these things make sure i got everything i need and we're going to open that cookie. I'm not going to open that cookie. Why is that in that section? That shouldn't be there. It's like a Dungeons and Dragons game I've never played in my life. Um, I haven't. I got it, but it should be an unplayed, not not played. There's like two separate categories of Backlogger. You can play unplayed and uncompleted, and for some reason the uncompleted section as if I started it or something uh but the actual game i pulled was star ocean till the end of time for the playstation 2 um i bought this game around the time i was starting to really get into japanese role-playing games uh i i started like when i was young like on playstation trying to play a lot of jrpgs but i didn't have the the um uh what's the word just the focus to really complete them um I would, I would spend maybe like 10, 15 hours on something and then put it down and then come back and start it over and then spend like 10 to 15 hours. And it never really, I never really beat anything probably until like 2005. Tales of Symphonia was like the first RPG I sat down and was like, I'm going to beat this and play through it. Um, and so Star ten till the end of time it was pretty close after that. Actually, I think I wrote, a review of star ocean till the end of time in 2009. So maybe I played it a lot later than I thought I did. Cause that's cause tales symphony was like 2004 or something like that. So yeah, anyways, so, uh, Whatever Tales of Star Ocean Till the End of Time is a RPG that I'm actually not a big fan of. I don't know what it is about it. It's like I I don't like that the the mana system also acts as your health. So if you run out of mana, your character goes unconscious or dies, whatever it is. Um I remember the the controls just being really finicky and the AI as well. And I think I have a hard time with a lot of um <clears throat> customization aspects in a lot of RPGs. I think even today I do. And for some reason, I remember there was something in Star Ocean that I never quite figured out, and I felt like the entire game, I was kind of gimped because of it. Um, so I played most of the game as Cliff <laughs> and doing Aerial Assault over and over again. And I think I had the, the, the Greatest Hits version, and that had like a lady in there too that also had Aerial Assault. She was like related to Cliff, or, or Cliff's partner or something. Um... So yeah, that's the big thing I remember that game is like screaming, hurry also over and over again <laughs> from the character and the plot twist at the end is pretty um, neat at the time. Uh, I always feel weird spoiling that kind of stuff, even though it's been, I don't know how many years since that came out, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's a good time, I guess kind of, I don't know. I wouldn't really recommend it to anyone. I can't think of anyone I'd recommend it to. It might be fine. I think the character models look kind of neat. Like they're they're kind of like that weird, oh, we just figured out like we have the high high polygon count of the PlayStation 2, but we haven't really figured out how to get out of that like Dreamcast era looking poly character models. <laughs> and so it's like it's like these really weird looking characters with high polygon counts that probably shouldn't have them. Um but I I like them. I like the the characters in that game, from what I remember. Um, it's pretty nice and diverse cast, and a lot of very extreme hair colors. <laughs> it's like not as bad as Fire Emblem in terms of hair colors, but it's a lot of like different uh, hair color things. But um, yeah, is a uh, I don't know if I'll ever go back to Star Ocean. I don't know if I have like a desire. Uh, I remember there was that uh, the, I forget what the the Xbox 360 one was, but I just looked at it. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to play this. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't really know if the the gameplay mechanics of Star Ocean: Till the te- Till the End of Time is like spread throughout the series. Because if that's the case, that was probably my least favorite part about that game. But it's also been a long time, so maybe I should give another Star Ocean another try someday. But I feel like that series isn't quite ex- as successful as it needs to be. <laughs> Keep going, but hey, I didn't expect a Star Ocean five, so maybe they'll somehow pull out a Star Ocean six at some point. So that's gonna do it this week. Sorry for being kind of a uh, subdued, but there are people around today, so I don't want to be too too loud or anything. So um, so hopefully uh, when I move out to my place soon, that will get rid of that problem where I have to like keep my level and like expression down. <laughs> um so there also might be a, a couple weeks where I don't really post anything because of moving and stuff. So that'll be a good time. So anyways, thanks you guys for listening and I hope you guys have a great week. Bye.